This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Girl Scout Troop Leader Experience Podcast. Today, I wanted to talk to you about guest speaker ideas. You guys, this is the first year that I've been super guest speaker heavy. I've always done a few here or there throughout the year and I've enjoyed it. This is the first year that I planned more than half of my meetings this year for my cadets are guest speakers. The younger girls, we didn't necessarily uh, get guest speakers planned as frequently for, but I'm telling you, this has changed the game for me with Girl Scouts. It is so nice to have to think very minimally about what I need to do or prepare each week for our meeting. So I wanted to share with you some a massive list of guest speaker ideas. Either they can come to you to your meeting or depending on the situation and your troop, you can go to them and you'll go to their location in lieu of having a regular Girl Scout meeting. So without further ado, um, let's start with some active exercise oriented um, guests that could come in. This is less of a guest speaker and more of a guest instructor. (laughs) I don't know. You could bring in a yoga instructor. We've done this with my troop. We actually brought in somebody who specialized in yoga for kids. She did a lot of positive affirmations, some meditation type stuff, and some cool stretches and poses and talked about why yoga is helpful. Um, We also have had a Zumba instructor come to one of our meetings. So if you don't know, Zumba is kind of like a dance fitness. It's like a fusion dance of a bunch of kinds of dance steps from all over the world. But it's sort of like today's jazzercise and blending all kinds of besides just jazz. I never did jazzercise. I don't know if it was more than just jazz, but it's the same kind of thing where it's like aerobic dance, but incorporating a fusion of all kinds of different styles of music and dance. There's also pound fitness. Um, So pound is like that aerobic fitness that uses drumsticks and you are on like a mat or a towel and you drum in the air you drum on the ground you drum on yourself I don't know um it is so cool it is so empowering we brought in so pound piloted gosh it was probably a year and a half ago um that we brought someone in but they were piloting a kids pound program at the time I have no idea how widespread it is I am not a fitness person I really don't don't know I got lucky that somebody put me in touch with somebody who was part of this pilot program and brought a kid specific pound instructor uh, instruction to one of our meetings They brought the sticks and everything. All we had to have was either a towel or a yoga mat. 
for each girl. And so the girls brought those from home and, um, we got to do it. Oh my gosh. So empowering. So fun. I immediately started Googling what gyms I could join to go take pound classes. Um, but I specifically wanted to take them from that instructor and she worked at really expensive gyms. So I haven't joined yet, but we'll see. Um, I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. It's one of my favorite exercise classes, maybe my favorite exercise class I have ever taken. Not that that's saying much. I'm again, I do not love exercising, but I do love Zumba and I do love pound and they'll come to you and they'll bring the program. And we didn't pay for any of those yoga, Zumba or pound. You could also bring more of a traditional dance instructor, somebody who either specializes in specific types of dance or maybe they own or teach at a dance studio and they want to come and bring um, a bunch of different styles that they can talk about or they're going to do a specific style or maybe they'll even do a series with you where they'll come and do ballet one time and then, you know tap another and jazz another. Though I guess tap is a little tough because the girls wouldn't have tap shoes unless they're in tap, but you get my point. Or go to a dance studio and do it there. You could do self-defense classes, so bringing a self-defense instructor in. And now actually, if you have older girls, especially girls who are approaching college, a self-defense class is highly recommended by me, not by Girl Scouts, by me. I think um, self-defense classes are great and women in general should have them, but you could do self-defense with even kids and kids can learn self-defense. Kids certainly um, need to manage risk as well and know how to defend themselves sure so um a self-defense instructor you could do kickboxing or boxing now again this gets a little tougher to be in your same meeting space maybe because you wouldn't have any props per se but uh, you could also go to a kickboxing or a boxing gym and maybe talk about it there or try it out you know what i mean uh, tumbling instructor. So we had a gymnastics instructor come a couple of times over the past few years. Cause we have a lot of gymnast girls in my troop. They love gymnastics. So we had an instructor come and a gymnastics coach come and actually do some stretches and tumbling basic, basic tumbling with our girls, mainly stretches. Um, You'll just want to check your safety activity checkpoints for that and make sure you are abiding by those. Now, the cool thing with like exercise instructors is that they are going to be able to have their own program. They already know how to teach specifically even kids how to teach kids their program. You don't have to do anything. You just have to find them and book them. And most of the time they will do it for free because they just want kids to be active and healthy. So it's a beautiful world. So um, you may have a fee for it if it's a professional I travel to give program type situation, but you basically just have to let them know the age group and the group size. And other than that, all you got to do is show up. It's great. Okay. Another thing we've done several times in my troop is some kind of career day. And now with this, a lot of badges will say, or talk to a specialist in this subject matter, you know, and they'll usually give you a list. Of course, all of those people could be on this list. Anytime we bring in an expert on any subject matter, we always try to incorporate some level of career discussion because one of the things that's so great about Girl Scouts and GSLE is that we are helping girls think about their futures and come up with actionable goal-setting abilities to achieve whatever it is they decide they want to achieve career-wise. 
So here's some, some suggestions for people you can bring in. And some of these are going to be like more traditional career day things that immediately come to mind. And others, you know, the more creative you can get with bringing someone in that has a title that is not somebody you typically would think of at career day, just that does something interesting or different. Literally anybody could come in and talk about this. So some people I have on my list and a lot of these we've brought into my troop, but oh, and one more thing about this. I really like to try to make these all women. That's my goal is for all of them to be women as and as many of them to be women of color as possible because that's going to show your girls that it's an accessible career path for them and to help them see and think of a diverse world. If the higher paying positions that you bring in or the harder to achieve um, high level positions that you bring in are men, that's going to send a certain message. If the like law enforcement type people or leadership type people, community leadership or whatever type people are men, that's going to send a certain message. So not to say they can't learn from men. Of course they can, duh. But as often as possible, I try to always ensure that our guest speakers are always women. And that's actually the true for all of these, not just for career. Um, but any guest speaker I get, I try as much as I can to make sure it's a woman. We have had a couple of men here and there, but as much as possible, women. Okay, so career, um, small business owners, which could be any kind of small business, um, flight attendants, uh, doctors, nurses, lawyers, teachers or principals, either teachers and principals that they have that they see at their own school or from a totally different school or if they're in elementary school at the end of elementary school, maybe you get the middle school principal to come, something like that. CEO or any kind of C-suite level executive a real estate agent, a therapist, um, or psychiatrist or psychologist, a speech therapist, um, dentist or dental hygienist, a police officer, corrections officer, any other law enforcement, crime scene investigator, firefighter, news reporter or producer, engineer, somebody either currently in the military or a veteran, um, local elected officials, a baker or a chef, and kind of similarly but slightly different college reps or alumni. Now, if you're bringing in people like this to do like career day style, then you want to send them questions ahead of time so they're sort of prepared with some stuff to talk about. And then, of course, you also will let the girls ask their own questions at the end. But I like to, to send them a list of questions to talk about beforehand. You can do it interview style, like you're interviewing them and asking them these questions, but you sent them ahead of time so they had some time to prepare. Or you can just tell them, talk about this stuff, and then you can open up the floor to questions and have some of your own prepared, of course, um, just in case, just in case the conversation doesn't flow, you can push it along. But uh, so do it either way, you can do it interview style or have them present whatever you want to do. So I like to have them share what a typical day in the life of whatever they are is like. 
I like to have them share what characteristics they think it takes to be successful in that career path, what kind of training or education or certification process um, it takes to get there, what qualifications might be required. I like to have them touch on whether it's a male or female dominated field and if there's any differences between men and women in that role. I like them to share what their favorite part is of what they do, as well as the biggest challenge they've had to overcome or some big challenges that they've had to overcome. And I also like to have them share the most interesting thing that has happened to them. Um, Another cool idea that you could do is have multiple people who have the same job. Let's say you know three people who are nurses or you know three people who Uh, work in real estate or you know three small business owners with different types of businesses maybe and you bring them all in and you send them these questions ahead of time so that they have time to prepare and then you do it panel style so you're still the person who's like kind of hosting and you're asking the questions and and adding your own commentary but you're asking them as a panel and then they're kind of bouncing off of each other to share that's another idea you could do especially if you know several people who do the same job Or you can just have individuals. We've done career days where we've brought in like three or four different people from different um, backgrounds in a night and they take turns and they each get, you know, 15 or 20 minutes and we rotate through them all. We've also done things where somebody comes and they get the whole meeting time. We've done all kinds of stuff. Okay, so... The other type of guest speaker you could bring in is a media or creative type. And these people could be like painters or drawing artists, um, like a comic book artist would be really cool if you knew one, a professional singer, a professional actor, a professional dancer, um, a professional writer, could be a screenwriter or could be somebody who writes novels, could be somebody who writes poems, of course, could be somebody who writes like news or blogs. You could bring in... um, a graphic designer, you could bring in a videographer or a photographer. You can find these people tons of different ways, okay? One way is to find local studios in your area and just ask, just reach out and ask. I reached out to a local studio that does like commercials and short films and that type of thing. And just asked if we could tour and if anybody there would be willing to work on the following type of badge work with us. And not only has this woman, this contact that I made there, come and worked with us on multiple things and we're doing a tour of her studio, but also she knows a ton of people in the industry, made a post on Facebook and had over 50 women respond who work in media professionally who wanted to come help. Obviously, we cannot accommodate 50 speakers, so we had to do like a first come first serve with people signing up for topics, but we've had people come in and talk about screenwriting, about uh, storyboarding, about um, how women are treated differently than men in media. We've talked about advertising and beauty standards. We've talked about, oh gosh, what else? Acting. We had um, a professional actor. Now this person is like 
a 20-something woman who does short films and commercials. We've actually had a couple, but this one specifically, her topic was acting. She talked to the girls about what does it mean to be a professional actor? Because, like, not all professional actors are in Hollywood blockbusters, right? So what does it look like? What do you have to do to be an actor? What um, does a day in the life look like? How do you become an actor? And then she did acting... um, kind of games and skill building with the girls so we did some improv we did some warm-up type stuff we did we pretended that the girls were cast in a specific role the same role for all of them and she would go like give them a line and they would deliver the line one by one and then she would tell them okay that's great but do it moodier okay that's great but do it angrier okay that's great but do it happy or celebratory and it'd be the same line and she would like kind of coach them like she was a director So we literally, this woman, like, (laughs) it was so fun. And the girls loved her because she was like a 20, a young 20 something professional actor, right? Um, You could go to Facebook groups for local whatevers in your area, local painters in Arizona, local paint, uh, local actors in Arizona, local um short filmmakers in Arizona whatever photographers in Arizona whatever check out Facebook groups and Facebook pages um you could go on IMDB the movie database online and you can look for local actors in your area they're gonna have short film credits they're not gonna have any like major blockbusters obviously if you know somebody who's been in like a big time movie or whatever like go for it or like a Netflix show or network show or whatever that's awesome but if you don't know somebody famous that's okay you can still get professional artists to come okay um you can also reach out there's so many crafty places now like the take a painting class or do like pinteresty crafting type stuff or whatever like you go usually you go there and they walk you through whatever process and you get to take home the art that you made and it's like accessible to everyone to do like real art kind of a thing. Um, so there's all kinds of places like that now. Obviously, tons and tons of painting. The only thing about reaching out to places like that is, um, I mean, the benefit is that they probably already have program. Whereas like the average person who's like a professional artist or singer, or actor, or dancer, photographer, or videographer, or whatever, probably doesn't have like program just planned and ready to implement. Whereas people in these places they do know they obviously know how to lead instruction they know how to teach a course they probably even know how to work with kids specifically um but they're also probably going to cost money literally the 50 something women who replied who work professionally in film who said they wanted to come work with girl scouts to learn about women in film and media none of them are doing this for money they literally all agreed to just do it just because they wanted to help so Yes, you can also ask them career questions like I was just talking about with the actor who came to our meeting, but girls are going to be way more engaged if they are learning by doing and learning by doing is obviously a big part of GSLE. So that's what we want to do. We want to have the girls learning by actually doing and not just uh, sitting and listening to people talk. And obviously you can tie all of this into badge work. There's tons of badge work around all these different things, singing and dancing. Well, I don't know if there's one around singing, but dancing and drawing and painting and 
women in film and, and media. So there's tons of bad work that you could tie this into, or you can um, just do it because it's cool and because the girls like it. It's up to you. Um, okay. So I have two more categories, and then we'll wrap this up. So then you can do hobbyists or, like, unique talented unique gifts unique collectors whatever this could be like coin collectors this could be reptile handlers we've done that one it was so cool still one of my favorite meetings ever maybe my favorite meeting ever um a bug specialist a balloonist a ventriloquist a juggler a beekeeper a puppeteer a life coach a jewelry maker a candle or soap maker and so on and so forth a lot of times these people will have programs um, that they bring. They do birthday parties or whatever. They do usually have a feat. If you can find hobbyists, they're probably more likely to do it for free. But if they're making a living off of whatever this unique thing is that they do, then obviously you want to pay them for it. So you'll have to budget for that or... Um, see what your if if your girls want to do anything like that tied to their cookie money we did a reptile handler who does birthday parties it was not expensive um i think it was like i want to say it was like 80 or 90 dollars for an hour for 60 minutes of program we meet for an hour and a half so i think he came in about 15 minutes into and he was a he he came in about 15 minutes into our meeting and then um at the end like the girls were all excited and whatever and it was crazy so you know even going a little bit over like that gave us a little bit of flex room um and yeah they loved it so we actually did it as a surprise for them it was during a time where we were working on facing your fears and uh trying new things and so we brought this reptile handler in and the girls all screamed when they found out who he was and what he brought and they got to actually handle a bunch of reptiles and snakes and it was nuts and it was really really fun and the pictures are awesome so we loved it that was a really really fun meeting um but we did have to pay his fee obviously um because that's his livelihood so uh, that's the downside with those kinds of things they are incredibly cool but they do cost money Okay, then for my last category, I have life skills. And a lot of these are badge work oriented. Um, they could just be life skills in general that you think the girls should have or would benefit from. But most of the time, these are going to be things that are tied directly to badge work. Now, that could be an actual step listed in the badge, like interact with somebody who does this professionally. Or um maybe and this is what i try to use this for if you don't already know a lot about the topic and you don't feel super confident bring in somebody who does know a lot about the topic and feels super confident if you don't feel confident teaching first aid bring in somebody who does first aid or medical care or first response if you don't feel confident about engineering bring in an engineer like there are literally and if you here's another thing if you don't know an engineer then how do you find one well, there are college students who are st or college professors and college students who work in engineering or who want to work in engineering or who are learning about engineering or whatever that you can find by looking at local community colleges and universities and invite them to come to your meeting. So maybe like um what is it called? Sweet Society of Women Engineers or Women in Engineering or something. Um, 
that is a college club for female college students who are studying engineering. Anybody from SWE would be excited to, if they could accommodate you, to come to your Girl Scout meeting and talk about one of the engineering badges. You would just send her the badge work ahead of time or whatever. She's going to be female. She's going to be studying engineering. She's going to be young, but she's going to be young, so she'll connect with them, but she's old enough that, like, uh, they'll look up to her and think she's really cool. I mean, they would love that. And of course, professors too, like that is their livelihood. They know a lot about it and they know how to teach it. So probably all college students and professors will probably do it for free to come to your meeting. So anyway, um, let's talk about some specific ones you could bring in you besides engineering, because that's obviously one of them or any kind of science, like literally any science. Uh, but you could also do a baker or a chef. You could do a seamstress or a tailor. You could do um, somebody who's going to come in and talk about manners and etiquette. You could do um, an EMT, a nurse, a doctor, or a first responder to do first aid and safety. You could bring in a marketing, sales, or advertising specialist. And maybe you could even tie that into cookies. So one of the things that we've talked about doing that I have not scheduled is bringing in a real estate coach to do sales and script training around cookie sales so that'd be pretty cool so there's some life skills ideas for you okay i hope this gave you some inspiration and motivation for um who you might be able to invite and how to find them uh one cool thing also is to just post it on your facebook wall and say like what friends do i have like what's your job and do you want to teach it to some Girl Scouts? If they're local, they could come in person. And if they're not local, they could probably Skype in and still do a talk. So just some ideas of things that you could do. Um, and I'm telling you, this has like changed the ball game for me. It has made Girl Scouts tremendously easier. If you are overwhelmed, drowning, not sure where to start, not sure how to do things. If you feel like a faker, if when you're trying to teach girls, um, you know, sometimes with science stuff, I am teaching second or third graders scientific principles that I feel like I have pretty much a second or third grade level of understanding myself about. And that can just feel hard. You want them to learn as much as possible about as much as possible and to get exposed to things and to get as much out of the experience as they possibly can. And like, are you a hundred percent of the time the person to be able to bring that experience to them? No. And that's okay. You know people and you can find people who can come in and do a good job too. And it has taken so, so, so much pressure off for me. I've had a lot of life changes this past couple months and Girl Scouts has still stayed really consistent and my troop is still getting a really cool experience and I'm still showing up without having to be 100% on because I'm not at the front of the room leading any kind of meeting. I know some people do this where the girls lead the meeting. That's cool. You do you, boo-boo. That's not how my troop works. But, uh, well, sometimes, sometimes girls lead meetings, but that is not typically how we do things. Um, but guest speakers is like... <laughs> amazing 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 so that's my new favorite thing to do in leading my troop and hopefully it helps and you feel inspired as always if you want this list or any of my other resources or show notes you're going to want to go to girlsofcourage.com that's girlsofcourage.com for all intents and purposes that's the blog that's where i put all the show notes and all the resources for all of the episodes and as i roll out some of my paid resources 
um, that you can purchase if you want to help you run and administer your troop. When those exist, those will be available there. So at the time of recording, I don't have anything like that, but maybe even by the time this airs, I'll have some stuff. Either way, it's all going to be on there. So that's where you're going to want to go check it out, go bookmark it, whatever you got to do, subscribe, girlsofcourage.com. All right, cool. Have a great day. See you later.